0: well hello there good morning to you on a thursday morning it's an exciting day to be alive and i am pleased beyond measure to be a part of your life as we journey together and watch the lord unfold and reveal his plans and purposes to each of us individual attention amen well we're going to talk today about this could be the start of something big. <clears throat> Talk a little bit about the world around us, but mostly about the kingdom of God. Thank you for stopping by. If you're new to our channel and to our program, hang around. God brought you here on a, on purpose. <clears throat> a lot of people just happen to fall in or stop by, by mistake. And they keep on moving. But pay attention, God leads us on purpose so this broadcast today and as we meet in these mornings could very well be an encouraging spot for you to spend some time on i think it is i'm here and i'm encouraged every time i get to talk about the lord hallelujah all right well this could be the start of something big in my notes below i illustrated by Referring to the seed that the farmer puts in the ground. Now, often reminded, remembering my father's old sermons that I remember. If the seeds in the bag hanging in the barn, it will never produce and it will never increase. The uh, Matthew 25 is the story of three fellows that got their. Uh, talents from the master to one he gave five to another he gave two and to another he gave one then he goes away expecting them to know how to multiply their seed or their treasure or their talent now that word talent means money or wealth when he comes back he asks for a return he says Show me what you did with the money I gave you. I expect profit. I expect increase. You see, everything God has done on this creation that he made is intended to multiply itself. We live in the Northwest of the United States. Some of you are in other nations as you listen to this. But we've been blessed with... an abundance of what they call evergreen trees. It's a big deal up here to have the Douglas fir, which is our star fur uh, lumber tree. And so in the early days, when they first discovered the Northwest and begin to log, they thought nothing of leaving it bare. Just, you know, forget it. We're gonna move on and buy another mountain. They had so many, th- thousands and millions of acres of trees who would ever run out well a hundred years later or so they realize hey we better do something so one of the uh, somewhere in the distant past like in about the 1940s or 30s someone began to argue with them and say hey leave one seed tree don't cut them all down leave a seed tree Now, a seed tree for a Douglas fir has a big pine cones. And when they open up, they kind of blow up and scatter in the wind. You know, they explode somewhat like an explosion. And the seeds go into the wind and they fertilize the territory. So that was that was one of the first ideas they had back when they thought they could get away with cutting it down without replanting now of course they've they've uh, come up with some pretty brilliant uh, strategies they hand plant they go around and stick a new little plant in the ground they don't wait for the seed and i'm told they've that used to be 40 years to get a harvest they've engineered those uh, trees now to where they produce a good solid lumber tree in 20 years so someone said this could be the start of something big when they had the idea to reseed those bare mountains to where they grew back again for a great harvest the farmer then who holds the bag and keeps it in the barn is like the fella in matthew 25 that didn't have any return he kept it he he was afraid that he would lose it he he buried it or hid it you know under his mattress The other two, they invested, they started a business, they planted the seed, whatever it was, they increased and the master said, well done. Here now, I'm gonna give you a blessing, enter into my blessing. To the one who had five, he increased it. And because the guy who didn't have the faith to plant the seed, he lost it. He lost that seed, it was given to the guy With five talents. All right. Now, the point is, what do you have in your seed bag? What do you have in your mind, your spirit? What you have an idea? You have a desire. You want to do something for God. You want to do something for your family. You have an invention. You have a book you want to write. You have a picture you want to paint. A home you want to do you know a sewing a dress a a car you want to restore it'll never do it'll never get done until you make the first moves and plant the seed i heard this the other day i think i've already spoke of it but it's a good analogy talking about saving money and putting money away and the fella said when should you plant a tree? And the wise answer is 20 years ago. So now you'd have shade tree. You could sit under it and have your lemonade. What's the second best time to plant a tree? The fella asks, he says, today. If you didn't do it 20 years ago, do it today. There's some things in your life that you didn't do 20 years ago and every day goes by and it's kind of like grief or agony, or I wish I had have done it if I only had. The second best time to do that is now. Plant the seed now. You say, well, I'm older, I don't have the time ahead of me. I I wish I'd have done it when I was, you know, 20 and 30 and 40 (laughs) and some of us can count higher than that. So what do we do? We plant the seed today. For instance, you should have (laughs) I'm pointing, pardon me. That's not nice. (laughs) You should have forgiven that situation 20 years ago, 10 years ago. And because of it, it's just soured your belly, you know, your 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 system's soured. Well, what's the best time to forgive? Today, you should have made that phone call to that daughter, to that son, where you've had, you know, boom, 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 head-to-head arguments and broken relationships. Yes, you should have called months ago, but today you can plant that seed of forgiveness. Today you can do it. You should have invested you should have painted the house. You should have get, should I go on? I think I've kind of made my point about our life that we need to plant that seed today. Something big is going to happen if we do, amen. Well, here I am in the prime of my life, ready to launch into my future. Well, I should have practiced the piano. 20 years ago (laughs) whoa that hurt (laughs) what's the best time to start george today well we'll we won't go down (laughs) we won't go down that road i believe that our nation is in a revival a renewal and a restoration but there's also some ugly things happening what do we do Do we throw our hands in the air and hope that Jesus comes and rescues us? No. He didn't say he was just going to rescue us all the time. He said he would give us the ability and the anointing and the wisdom to know how to navigate through to victory and to bring down the opposition and to break the back of the thing that's trying to break our back. It's not god's business to rescue us he gave us the ability to stand and resist and turn the tides of history that's you and me we do it through intercession prayer preaching loving giving going and being who we are a light to a darkened world amen so what about it you're ready to plow that ground and plant that seed and start that business and forgive that situation paint that house restore that old car that needs to be restored that classic that is in the back of your yard or barn rusting (laughs) well you know i'm a lover of old classics so i would rub on that just a little bit okay in preparation as i meditated and spent some time thinking about this could be the start of something big i'm remembering um, the early days of the spark of love that comes to a to a couple a man and a woman and where they see each other and they pursue it and maybe one pursues and the other runs and you know they chase and yet that spark of attention could be the start of a generation of people it's an it's just an incredible thing my father's family comes out of a, <clears throat> uh, out of the Midwest Oklahoma my grandfather saw my grandmother and the spark happened they had ten children and my my dad was the youngest son they moved to california and dad got saved at 16 and joined a pentecostal church and saw my mother and a spark happened and a seed was planted in the heart and it fostered into a family of pentecostal troubadours and i was one of them i i saw a picture in a house in South Bend, Washington when I was a single evangelist traveling. I said, I'm gonna marry that girl. Did it just to get a a laugh out of the people, you know. Something funny, look at there. Well, it sparked my heart, something happened. And out of that, three children. Out of the spark of my grandfather the gospel has been taken around the world and preached in several dozen states, uh, you know, here and there. My dad pastored over 20 churches, started about 10 of them over his lifetime. Something that sparks a little seed can grow into a big deal. Amen. You say, well, I, I don't feel like a big deal, but you can be the seed for a big deal. Just think about the person who won billy graham to the lord just think about the person who won oral roberts to the lord and prayed for him there was a, a revival a revivalist an evangelist a healing evangelist that they took all they took all roberts to his brother took him there he was dying of tuberculosis and god healed all roberts and all roberts impacted a generation of people and Tens of thousands came to the Lord and were healed by the power of God because that fella in the tent revival prayed for someone. You have a seed in you that you can plant that can be generationally powerful and amazing. You don't know what the next generation's come coming, uh, gonna, gonna, gonna produce, You don't know who you're going to influence. You don't know who your children and grandchildren are going to be, but you are the seed for it. And so be faithful to what God's called you to be. Amen. I pastored in Mount Vernon for nearly 30 years. Out of that, we did so many wonderful things and amazing things but I didn't win the world. I didn't win the city, but I did do the will of God and impacted people that impacted people that impacted people. One of the young men we raised up and encouraged and sent out impacted Africa, thousands of hundreds of thousands as he went and did great crusades. So this could be the start of something big. I believe that what we're involved with now is turning the church back to Christ and back to prayer. I believe the pressure we're under is revealing the enemy's lies and his deceptions. I believe that all the skullduggery and the nasty stuff that's happening in politics and in all the levels is exposing the enemy's tricks. And I believe there's light coming and there's truth coming And the power of God is going to plant some seeds of greatness. We're not through. This nation's not through. God's not through with you, nor is he through with me, nor is he through with the church. We are the seed for the generations to come. That's something, be faithful. Be faithful to the seed you have and to the ground you're planted in. And you watch the harvest come. Some of you may not see the harvest This side of the veil, you'll see it as a cloud of witnesses as you witness that generation fulfill your calling. I'm fulfilling the call of the last generation. There's people that I'm fulfilling their their vision as I'm fulfilling my vision. All right, well, bless you guys and gals. I will see you tomorrow on my favorite day of the week. We're gonna have a grand time. Until then, be faithful to the Lord and to your calling. Don't forget, subscribe if you haven't. Love Like us on Facebook. And thank you so much for those who are sending a gift in. If God's nudged you to send us a gift, write down on PayPal or the address below. You can find a place to do that. See you in the morning. God bless.